All right. So Narissa Ung says, changing career paths and how to go about it. Ooh, good one. This big, is right big. up your alley. <laughs> Such a big question though. It like is. it's like a, a very short sentence, but it's big. Uh, there's so many factors when it comes to yes. changing your career. There's this awesome research by McCrindle, a research agency in Sydney, who talk about millennials and Gen Zs will have between three and five career changes in their lifetime. And I think about that, John, and think if you haven't already, if you're 30 and you haven't already had a career change, it is coming. (laughs) You know, like it's coming if you think about the odds. So it's really helpful to prepare for it Mm. and to look down the line and think, I need to set myself up for, even if I don't know what my next move is, that I'm going to get to a point in my current career where I get sick of it or I'm bored and I need a new opportunity. So what are you seeing there as the major reasons as to why there's so many career changes? Like, because the previous generation is like one job, like my my father-in-law literally started at one school and finished at that school 35 years later. Well, teaching is the exception. <laughs> teaching is <laughs> no, the, the exception. Teachers are getting out altogether, aren't <laughs> well, they? that's right. <laughs> but up until now, teaching has been a career for life compared to a lot of other industries, right. but okay. I get what teachers, the burnout rate right now is so high. Yes. It's a full on gig. So if you're a teacher, we love you. You are amazing. And we just want to say thank you for all you do. Yeah. Shout out to National Teachers Day, whenever it is. They amazing do. job. Yeah. So changing the career path. What, what are we doing? <laughs> yes, How so do we go good. about it? What's the steps? What, what are our top three? Okay. So the first thing we need to do, Narissa, is diagnose the problem. So one of the things that I think people do, John, when we have this career crisis, so where all of a sudden we've been, you know, in nursing, let's say for 10 years and we're like, oh, I'm over it. And then we go to this like career wheel of fortune where we just spin the wheel and we go. Larry Emder. Yeah. <laughs> Is that who the host was? Yeah, okay. used to be. I think I would have been like eight years old. Yeah, showing my age. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, so you go to Larry, he spins it. Spins the wheel and we just go, oh, what do we, we kind of like just pick on by looking at a range of options and and go, let's hope for the best. So instead of doing that, we want to really get clear on what the problem is in our current environment. Right. So really do that deep work to think through what's not working for me about my current job. So is that because that if we don't do that, that problem may reappear in the next job? Exactly. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's exactly right. So we, we could say, well, in my current job I'm in project management and I'm over it, so I'm going to go and manage a team at a, in a call centre, in a contact centre. Right. But maybe the thing about the project management job was dealing with people non-stop every day and running and helping people manage their workload and you go into a, a manager of a contact centre and you're doing the exact same thing just in a different career. Yeah, okay. So we need to work out what's at the core, what's the core issue, and then from there we can start to understand well, when I look at career opportunities in other industries and areas, I want to make sure that I'm assessing whether that same thing will show up in my new right. role. Okay. So we really need to, before we get on to the second point, um, take ownership of our own actions and personality because if we're playing a, a blame game in this existing role, that's not – and if we don't understand that that's the case – that's going to follow us into that next role, isn't it? Yeah, and it's really taking ownership over 
I guess one of the things we see, John, is that, you know, people, I had a, a good friend of mine, she was a chef for 10 years and she found herself just moving from restaurant to restaurant to restaurant because she would get sick of each thing. And then it finally dawned on her. She's like, it's not the organisation I'm working, it's not the restaurant I'm working, it's actually the career. Right. But it took, she she kept thinking that it's, oh, the people I'm working with or the head chef who's not very nice or yeah, all those yeah. things. But it was actually, no, you're just sick of cooking for people, yeah. which and is Yeah, and you always fine. found a problem. Yeah, and, yeah. So sh- and, and so I think one of the things that we need to work out is that's really where you spend the bulk of your time, working that out. And then from there you can trial and error a few things. So one of the recommendations I have for anyone in this spot is you want to start to do a job preview. So you know when you go to the movies and you see the trailer? Yes. I love watching trailers. They're great, aren't they? And you get to see, well, I want to do that. I want to see that movie or I don't want to see that one. It's the same in the job, in the career change process. Get as much insight and as many previews into different jobs as you can to get a sense of, is this going to align with my strengths, with my values? Is this job something that I want to do? Because that can really help clarify for you what your next move is. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombus. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Yeah, that's good. So generally speaking, when we do that preview, is what we see on the surface also under the bonnet or like it just gives us a, a, a starting point, I suppose? Yeah, it? you're right. It's not always a little glimpse into something doesn't necessarily give you the full picture. So I encourage people to, if they can, try and get a, a volunteer arrangement going with someone. Mm, I love that. And I know like it can be hard to do that. So you might need to pitch. Like if I wanted to get into property investing as, or let's say buy, become, I wanted to become a buyer's agent. Yep. I'd come to you, John, and I'd say, you have this business. I love what you do. I'd love to learn from you. Would you consider having me sit in on some of your team meetings and, and volunteer and do X, Y, and Z for you for a period of three months? Mm-hmm. Now that's going to cost me. But it's also going to cost you because you're going to have to invest in like time time into yep. that. But the cost of not doing that and just jumping ship and going into something like, yep. you know, with the Wheel of Fortune idea yes. is higher than me investing three months, maybe three hours a week with you as a volunteer. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, And right. I've seen people do that really well and they, mm. they reach out, they approach, they say, could I do this? They And that's a way to get into the industry. Yep. You get a reference out of it. Yeah, I actually, one of my buyer's agents that I works for me now actually did that. Yeah, and, right. and, and reached out and, and said, yeah, and loved the personality aspect. He, he's relatable and everything else. And then th- the fact that someone's putting their hand up doing that shows some sort of uh, initiative and drive, doesn't it? Yeah, and, it, and I mean, was he in a different career or role before him? No, he, he was in the same industry. 
in real estate. In real estate and had been a buyer's agent but not with me. Yeah. Right. But how good that he kind of connected with you and then all of a sudden he lands a gig out of it. Yeah, and and that, to be honest, if he was in an interview process, I'm treating him very differently to to someone that's put his hand up and said, I'll come and do some work for you. Exactly. Because of that initiative. And if you – it is actually – that's such a good example because – as a small business, small businesses are often more open to that than, say, a larger corporate yes. because they're just like, we don't have time or, yeah, or get whatever. in line. Get in line. Yeah, there's there's a bunch of other people who've put their hand up. But I think if you do know a small business and you want to go from nursing to marketing and you know a marketing consultant that's got a couple of people, hit hit them up and and do this process and see what comes out of it. Yeah, no, that's great. All right. There you go, Nerissa. I hope you've. Um, got your steps in place to go. 